With traffic, errands, and parking, cars can be a chore. But a great car can be an adventure, a getaway, and a prized possession. Whatever your budget or family require, there's a car out there you'll love. We're here to help you find it. I'm Todd. I'm Paul. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate. Guys, welcome back to the podcast. We should be massively exhausted, but yet I am not. I still have adrenaline surging through my body because of the laps we did. I cannot believe how many laps we got in. I mean, this is going to sound kind of funny, but it is the best day we've ever had at Spa so far. Well, true. We actually did twice. You and I did 50% more laps than we were supposed to. That's going to cost lots <laughs> yeah, of money. That, that actually costs uh, yeah. money, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That, they're they're that, not free laps. They're not free laps. You, yeah, you yeah, can't that, just keep going. Yeah. They do actually keep track of the kilometers, mm-hmm. and they somebody, charge you. Somebody walks up with a clipboard, which means <laughs> yeah. they're official. Exactly. And they start actually keeping track of laps, and then there is a, there is a, a bill later. that comes. It's, it, we're just putting it off. We're, we're putting it off and not thinking about it. Who cares, right? We're, we're coming off the high right now. So, okay, happy Friday. You know, of course, that we are not in the studio. You could tell the minute the podcast started that we are not in the studio. That is because we are sitting in the lobby of Hotel De La Source mm-hmm. in Belgium. We're in Melbeti, Belgium, which is our last stop of this year's pilgrimage trip. If you've been following along with the podcast for more than five minutes, you've heard we come to Europe once a year. Yeah. We try to. We have a great group that was here with us this year. Our biggest group ever. Yeah, the eight drivers, cool. which is awesome, which is really cool. cool. So we have a good selection. Almost everybody from the trip is here. To talk about this madness, the difference in this podcast versus some of the other wrap-up podcasts we've done for this is that we're doing it at the end of the trip. We normally have yeah, done it just right. based on how it's worked out. We've done it during the middle of the trip. We're doing it at the end. So it's this kinda is kind of nice that it is. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of nice. I like that because well, what we're doing, guys, is getting reactions from everybody on the trip. Because sometimes, as Todd said, we've done it halfway through, but now we've got the actually opportunity to hear from everybody who's on the trip. They will say their name and you know where they're from and just a little bit. So it's kind of like you're here, a little bit of a round table, and it, it doesn't have to be anything formal to all of you. It's just. What did it feel like? And, and kind of what were your expectations coming in? I know you've read all about them. You've seen you know, all the ring crash videos on YouTube. I'm sure you watched that endlessly. And then what was your, you know, how did that line up with your expectations after the trip? So we're going to hear from everybody. But, uh, yeah, happy Friday, guys. We've got uh, a lot more podcasts coming at you. But we're just wrapping the trip. This is very nice to be here. I'm, just, I'm still coming down off this high. I'm, I'm there, will be no, there will be no audience questions on this because we did not post for them. There's no Plus, we have not looked at a computer all day, so I've looked at a steering wheel and the car in front of me, which was mostly shrouded in mist. So this has been our day, it's, it's been but we're, but we're down sure. now, which is good. So uh, there will be no audience questions, but there will, of course, be uh, next time. And uh, I'm going to go around real quick, and I'm going to pass the mic, literally, and I'm going to ask everybody just to give their name and where they came here from. Yeah. Just that much info. Start off with that. And then we're okay. going to dive right, in real enough. quick with impressions and that kind of thing. And I am going to start here with Ken. My name's Ken Milne, Salt Lake City. Ken is by way of elsewhere, but he's from Salt Lake. I'm Ted from Reno, Nevada. James Fisher from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm Allison from New Jersey. Dave Gorris, Hernando Beach, Florida. John Walker, Salt Lake City. Chance from Utah, but you guys all know that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you've heard of Chance before. So here we are. And one of the first questions I have, and I'm very curious, and it's not like everybody has to chime in on these, but if you have a thought on this, some of you have talked to me about some of this already before. But if you have a thought on these questions, I'd love to hear from any of you that have a thought. The first thought I have is, you thought about going on this trip. How many of you saw the YouTube video before you came of these trips in oh, the past? Yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, I definitely, yes. Yeah, I saw both of them. So, so then the follow-up to that is that 
when you started to decide to go, did any of you have trouble explaining what the heck it was you were going to do to others? Because I just think about vacations are, I'm going on a cruise, I'm going to the beach, I might go skiing. So what was this? Driving vacation makes absolutely no sense to a tremendous amount of people. You're going you're gonna to do what? And almost like, why would you want to do that? Is that how you position it, the driving vacation? No. Where the driving vacation came from is I decided to get an international driver's license from AAA. Okay. And, of course, they got to take your picture, and, and they're basically a travel agency. So, right. um, yes, yeah, so the lady said, well, where are you going? And I said, well, I'm gonna, we're going to fly into Frankfurt, Germany. He says, then we're going to go to Nuremberg, Germany, and drive the Nuremberg He says, and then we're going to do a road tour, go through the Autobahn, down through the Autobahn, and end up in Belgium at Spa Racetrack. And the, and the lady goes, I love to drive. You're going on a driving vacation? That's awesome. And I have to agree, it, it has been awesome, yes. It's, it's just everything uh, I expected and, and much, much more. It's, it's been great. Else? Uh, yeah, I would start. I would tell people that I was going away uh, for a week to Germany. Just and they would ask me why. Like, oh, what are you going to do in Germany? I said we're going to visit the racetracks, Nurburgring and Spa in Belgium. And a majority of the things were, oh, are there races that you're going to go see? Like, what's what's going on? <laughs> I said, well, we're actually going to be driving on those tracks. And after that, the reaction was always like, that's that's insane. Like, How'd you find that out? Well, for everyday driver, and then I would go into a whole thing about how uh, you guys do a trip every year. So. We try, yes. Yes, you try. So Anybody it's else? wonderful. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't actually explain it to my wife what it was that made any sense until the itinerary came out. When that came out, it made complete sense, and I could explain it. Well, hey, planning works. That's good. I actually walked up to the passport guy when we got here in Germany. I told you this after the fact. I walked to the passport guy and I had my passport. And, of course, they always ask, what are you doing here? And, uh, you know, it's always very nice, but it's a formal thing. They have to know why you're here, business or pleasure. And I looked right at him with a big smile and said, I'm here to drive the ring. And that's the moment when I realized I had a Nürburgring shirt on. And I thought, in this moment, I've become that guy where he was like, I've seen a thousand of you this year. Please stop. But anyway, here I was. So... All right. That's cool. Do you, have, do you have more questions nope, here? I do, but keep going. Okay. Well, uh, my thought here is uh, I started the podcast off with this, and then whether you've seen the videos or not, but just from your expectations coming in to the trip, and you know when we collected you in Frankfurt, and that is the entire point of the trip is once you land and we've got you, you're a little bit jet lagged unless you come in early, but we've got you, and it's all inclusive, so you don't have to think, and we just you know essentially throw you in cars and you know, with instructors, pro drivers and tell you to go. So knowing, you know, thinking back the three days, four days ago, you know, expectations coming in to where you are now, knowing and having met all the folks that we know here and driving the cars and seeing the tracks, what are your, you know, how do those line up? I think in my, uh, that's, that's my question for you guys. Uh, anybody want to jump with that, John? I didn't know what to expect coming into it. Um, done a few track days at different tracks, um, I thought the details of this were very well curated, and uh, including the, the 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 road trip yesterday, um, as well as the instructors. I think RSR does a phenomenal job. Uh, we had a great instructor. Shout out to Frank, uh, who uh, who ran with us. Uh, Seems like everybody's loving Frank right now. He was really good. Yeah, he was, re- he was really good and really inspired a lot of confidence. Um, Nurburgring is very intimidating. Uh, I think he took a 
big piece of that intimidation out of it very quickly for us and uh it was a it was a great enjoyable day uh despite the weather you know the wet weather we well yeah i mean it's to be expected and we were all in rain i think at spa i think we all had some wet full wet laps i I think we've gotten that and then we had some dry so we had a mixture of both but uh, you know it changes the track surface changes everything about that and i think it was really healthy and good to not just be at a you know, hot, dry track day. I, Even I though like, those are great, those I would are like great. Road tour to be like a bright and shiny. It, day. it was but, but dumping okay. rain. Otherwise, yeah, I, I, did, I agree. I do have to say this is the the most varied weather we've had on this trip. But what was cool is we never had a solid day of rain at the track. It would rain and yeah. it would be dry, yeah. and that that was fantastic. The ring went the right way. It started really rainy and only got better as the day went on. Spa did what Spa does every 30 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. It pretty much changed the weather, and that was great. You got a little bit of everything, which was wonderful to see that variation. Right, right. Well, uh, we actually have an official ring taxi driver. He's, we, we did. He's been with us on the trip We, many we had times. no idea. It, it, we we <laughs> yeah. accidentally discovered that we have a ring taxi driver on our trip, yes. Uh-huh. Well, uh, it's Ted Pitts, and he was with us on our original, our very first pilgrimage trip in 2016, and he has come so much. He's come on his own and come on this trip a lot, so he has gotten really really good i actually had the pleasure of uh, having being him you know having him in my car as you know the first oh, student yes, you you know, his, so you, yes, he was evaluating yes. me which was great and uh, so he was sharing his knowledge you know obviously it's laps for you and i think that's what's kind of changed your driving is just solid consistency but it's been the instruction too would you say yeah that's right i mean the first year i was here i was horrible at spa i mean spa was one of my first days ever on track that's and good for people to hear, I think, because yeah. there's many of you who have never been on track before, not to mention Spa and the Ring, and we always joke that it's downhill from here, not having driven the tracks of the world, it's downhill from here, because these are pretty great. You are starting near the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't recommend that this is the best idea to be have your first day be at Spa, because it would be cheaper to have your first day elsewhere, get yes. your feet under you, and then come here and have something to build on, but it, it still works, and... Um, it, it's been interesting that that was three years ago was that that first trip yeah. and to just have come back and back and have gone through many different instructors at RSR and different instructors back home in uh, I'm in Northern California on those tracks. And so I've done instruction um, with a bunch of different groups there and just building on that each time. And so each time I come back, it's like I, I had a whole page of notes from the last time I was at spa. And uh, so this morning, you know, I, well, I I actually was last night. I I couldn't even sleep because I was so excited about getting on track today. (laughs) And so I was, you know, up at, you know, 1230 last night, reading all my notes of, you know, every, every corner, how I handled it and exactly what I need to be looking for at different corners. By the way, this is why Ted is now as good as he is. Anyway. (laughs) Well, it's, taking it seriously you know and and there's folks who can you know go to track and be like i've done that track you know we're good i've i've checked that box ted's taken it to a new level of obsessiveness and we were joking at breakfast this morning he said all right well i haven't even thought about spa yet i need to load spa in my head i need to load load the spa program i thought that is apropos that is so funny because you know you go on road tour day Mm -hmm. and it's totally different driving and then we're here and then suddenly okay switch your brain over and i love that you had notes to consult i love that you were already thinking about that but then i think once we were here it just kind of clicked back into place right that, that's right it, it does it does click back because you're you're like oh it hasn't been that long since i was here i still remember it and um 
I mean, one of the really neat things this time was, you know, you mentioned me being the taxi driver, is actually getting to the point where I know the track well enough that I can share what I know. Instead of just me being, you know, trying to get the instructors to tell me what to do, I've, I have enough laps here that I, I understand enough about what I'm doing here and how to do the corners well that I can try and communicate it. Because we have a lot of people here that's their, you know, first time at spa yeah. and some with the first time on track. And, and you've so, been there, which is cool. Yeah, exactly. I was there just three years ago, I, you know, same spot. So it, it's been, you know, short enough time that I remember exactly what it was like, you know, going up through Eau Rouge completely wrong, getting sideways, having the instructor grab the steering wheel to keep us from, you know, doing something wrong. And, uh, and now it's like, okay, I know exactly the line through Eau Rouge and try and do it, you know, every single time, try and hit it perfectly. And, uh, yeah. Well, before we jump to any more questions, any other thoughts on, you know, how things kind of lined up for you before? Obviously, you were telling people what were you doing, but any, any other thoughts about how the tri- trip in your mind was imagined versus where you guys are now? Where you, you know, in your confidence level, I think the whole group's confidence level is, you know, risen dramatically. We all had such a great day. Get to peel me out of the car at the end oh of the day. Gosh, that happened too. No, yeah. no. <laughs> it was so good because it was sunny. And the clouds parted, and the track dried off just a little bit, and then the track closed at 6, and then the rain started. And it was perfect timing. Everybody with the broken cars left about 3.30. Well, yeah, so it was, was getting, it was getting thinner and thinner out yeah, there while it was getting drier and drier. cars out it here in awesome. front of the hotel. There's, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the trailer queens. Those are going on, but... Uh the, yeah. fir- the first couple laps in the rain was a traffic jam. It was just cars everywhere and just chaos. But towards the end of the day, it was it was actually pretty pretty clear. A lot of it, it was still caught up to cars. Other cars caught up to you, but it was mm-hmm. a lot less chaotic. It wasn't like rush hour. Yeah. It was like, what, 4.30 when things started to thin out? Yeah, it, somewhere It felt like there. that. Yeah. And then the weather got great. And I, I thought, yeah. I knew it was coming. I knew it. Yep. Like the very yep. last. So you want to either save your laps for the end of the day or do like we did and just spend more money and keep going. <clears throat> the only reason I got out of the car, like Todd, was the gaslight came on. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> the gaslight came on. I have to stop driving. I need more gas. Yeah, that's, that's all we needed. It was great. Anybody else have thoughts on, on start versus end here? It just kind of expectation coming in and how it aligned or didn't? So I think my expectations were I was expecting to come and have fun and learn something. And if my expectations were kind of at a level one of a scale one to ten, I think my experience has been a ten. Uh, I'm, I'm still processing all the stuff that I learned. Uh, as Ted just said, you know, the, the spa should not be your first track driving experience. So I started with the Nürburgring two days ago. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. No problem. So you started with the ring. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good thinking. So... Um, I mean, the, the amount of information that I got from the instructors, um, what I learned, if I just think about um, what I knew about track driving this morning before we started driving on the spa, I, I knew very little about the track. We talked about it during breakfast just to look at the map of the track and start to learn what some of the corners are. But, um, you know, you don't know until you actually get out there. And getting out there with the instructor and having him tell me what to do and grab the wheel (laughs) on on occasion um, is just incredible that now I can um, actually picture going through the track, start to understand what some of the corners are, and think about how would I take that? How how would you start to steer into it instead of just kind of winging it and flying through? Um, So it's... It's amazing, the, the amount of information that I feel like I'm walking away with just today. There's the time in your life before spa, which was this morning, and the time in your life after spa that you know all this stuff. And, John, you and you had come to an F1 race, what, three years ago, two years yeah. ago? Yeah. 
here. And, and I wouldn't waste my money doing it again. I'll do this. <laughs> and but, we were joking, like, well, why would I pay money to watch somebody else drive? Right. Yeah, this is this is much better use, <laughs> use of my time. I'll admit um, there was a little moment of realization. I had a little emotional moment on the road tour yesterday where we're in the me and my business partner, we were here. Uh, we're chasing each other in GT3s on the Autobahn. And As one just that, Just that moment of, I can't believe I'm doing this. And it just kind of washed over me for a second. Just a split second. I'm like, I can't believe I'm, I can't believe I'm doing this. And it was, uh, yeah, it's pretty special to, to have this chance to experience this. And, uh, you know, this has been, like I said, really well put together. Um, I can't even process yet. All that, all that's gone, you know, transpired over the over the few days. Good. I mean, that's good for us to hear. And it's not that we're looking for just accolades as far as, hey, what is the greatest trip ever? That's really why we do the trip. I, I mean, so you, so just, people can you know, tell us that so the trip is awesome. That's yeah, really the entire reason just, we did know, it. Yeah. The, of it's an awful lot of work to get to that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's not the point. It's you know, Todd and I want everybody to come away, learn something, and be inspired, or have a new perspective on life and driving and all this stuff. I mean, not to be too philosophical, but yeah, those are little goals, know, by the way. I, I wow. I want you to come away with something you can be like, you know, when people say. Hey, welcome back. So, how was it? Yeah. And you go, you say what? I can say this whole trip has just been a whole series of first times for me. This is the first time in Germany, first time in Belgium, Check. first time on the Autobahn, mm. first time driving a, a car on a racetrack. And, to, again, two iconic tracks. I mean, every major manufacturer in the world will has bragging rights on how fast their car goes around the Nürburgring. Mm-hmm. So, it's... It, probably one of the most famous racetracks in the world. Spa, the premier Formula One track. So to have those be firsts, I mean, it, yeah. again, you guys have said it. I mean, everything kind of much is, is downhill from here. I mean, there's good but, tracks. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. There's good tracks. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to denigrate but, every other track but, on the planet. But, you know, hey, there's if you're going to do it, might as well start at the best. This has been awesome. <laughs> We're often asked how we find the cars that we recommend to all of you listening. Whether it's local or nationwide, our searches start with Auto Tempest. Instead of searching each car shopping site separately, you can enter all your parameters for the car you're looking for into Auto Tempest one time, and then you can search for them all at once. See results from Cars.com, Cars Direct, eBay, and more, or you can jump to Auto Trader or Car Gurus without entering anything new. Same parameters, new site. You can even search all of Craigslist. Think about how hard it is to search Craigslist nationwide, one at a time. Autotempest.com has got you covered there all at once. Auto Tempest can help you find your next new or used car, whether there's a dozen in your neighborhood or two in the country. Plus, the people at Auto Tempest listen to this podcast, and they're always refining the site for more features. They've got research tools, buyer and seller guides, and they're listening to what their users need. So if you're doing your own drive homework, you're chasing your dream car, or just looking to feed the disease, as we are all the time, autotempest.com is your place to start. We've got folks from around the world who frequently ask us about the roads we shoot on, but they also ask us about great driving roads near them. Now there's an app that will help anyone worldwide discover and share the best driving roads everywhere. Driveline app allows you to easily record and classify your favorite road. You can even mark great pit stops and attach photos and videos if you like. With Driveline, you can follow people in great areas. You can search an area you've never seen, and if you find a route you like, you select Drive It, and you'll be guided to the beginning of a new favorite drive. You can even earn points and patches for your activity on the app. These build up toward actual car giveaways. That's right. As the community grows, Driveline will be giving away cars to members, and your postings and drivings get you entered to win. We've never seen anything like this, and we love the mixture of community and great drives. You can get in early right now to help shape the app and the community as well. 
Download Driveline to your phone today, start sharing your favorite roads, meet other drivers, and find a new route for your next adventure. We've all got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. I've got an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance to that list. And the good thing is, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, yes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Having extra money in your pocket might be the most rewarding thing you do today. Summer's here, and with that comes sunshine and blistering hot car interiors. I know that leather seat seemed like a great idea at the time until you scalded your legs. All you need is a custom sunscreen from Covercraft. These foldable sunscreens fit perfectly in the windshield of your car, and they keep your car a lot cooler while you're off enjoying the sunshine or whatever you're doing. I have used these for years, and I, I'm telling you, I swear by them. These custom sunscreens from Covercraft are available in a whole range of colors, and they're a simple, affordable way for you to keep your car cooler all summer long and protected from damaging UV rays all year long. We swear by our custom sunscreens from Covercraft. It's one of our favorite car accessories. And remember, you can get 10% off your car sunscreen by using the code EVERYDAY right now at Covercraft.com, or you can follow the link from our sponsors page. So I'm actually curious if anybody had done any gaming of these tracks before you came. Anybody at all? Oh, yeah. So, and, and if so, how do they compare? It, it doesn't compare. Let's start there. <laughs> but uh, I have Gran Turismo on PlayStation 4, and I also have Forza, so I've played uh, the ring on both. I've never driven Spa. And I mean, in the video game, like, a, first of all, it's hard to drive with the controller. It'd be cool if you had, like, a whole setup. Maybe you get a little bit more. You need the wheel, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'd be a little better with the wheel. But, I mean, it's, like, cool and it's scenic, especially if you're playing it on a big TV. But then you get there and you actually feel like your stomach drop because you're going down a hill at speed. And it's just not even close. You know, we discussed about the video games teaching you the topological layout as far as left and right and what turns you don't have a spatial distance i think as far as you know okay so how how far is it to that next corner because everybody's speed is different depending Mm -hmm. on the day the conditions so you don't have that spatial distance in your mind but you know oh that's the corner i recognize that landscape and that fence we're going left next corner or whatever so I, i think from that standpoint we've talked about the you know using the tracks as the map in your head fine but everything else was different because we got three different types of weather today. We had, you know, all we had hail stuff. after lunch. We had hail on spots. Like, let's get in the car and drive this. It'll be great. I know. We had all, all this weather. So the surface is different. And, you know, you and I have, have uh, talked with Dom. And Dom was with us. He was the instructor on uh, our very first pilgrimage trip, the actual adventure Todd and I took way back in 2015. And Dom has told me he has. Just over 10,000 laps on the ring. And he said, I learn every time because there's somebody stopped at the apex. I come over a rise and there's some other thing going on and the track is different all the time. And we've established that. But, you know, even a guy like that who's had so many laps as a Mercedes, you know, works driver, you know, he, he's still learning. So it's, it's amazing to me to think, all right, nowhere are we you know, scratching the surface of this thing, but we're, we're still getting something out of it, despite weather, despite everything else, which is amazing to me. So Yeah, and then there's just, you have no idea of the elevation changes on either one of these tracks. That's the thing. I mean, I've driven both of them plenty in the game, and the elevation changes, there's nothing that even 
comes close to giving you that impression. And then you have, in the case of the ring, you have all of the bumps that are going over while bombs, you do it. You know that that's. They don't have everybody else blasting past you because there is that as well. You know, dads in minivans with the kids. Hey, look, we're on tour. Lee. Well, luckily look not the with the, on the track days. Only on on the the yeah. tradition part. And we all we always no, tease that when we don't do it. You know, fully kitted out, helmets, driving suits, blasting past you, and you're like. Yes. Rocking the car as it leaves you in the dust. Like, why are we here? Yeah, yeah. What am There's- I doing? <laughs> so, Ted, had you driven video games before, or do you do that now, or are you just doing it in your head? So, I I don't really like doing the video games, but I do watch the videos. And uh, I started off watching the RSR introductory video, um, but there's some some places, especially well, this is specifically for the Ring, and there are some places on that where they're showing a beginner line. And I found out as I got more instruction that, okay, it's time to progress past that. Mm-hmm. So I moved on to the GT2 RS uh, record-setting lap video. And the nice part about that is it doesn't take as long as much time to watch it. Yes. It seems like it's in fast-forward, and when it's in real time, yeah. Yeah. And so trying to follow, you know, you can't go those speeds, but that's the right line. So you can keep watching that, and it just uh, helps reinforce it, you know, throughout the year. It's like, you know, spend a bunch of time saying, all right, it's familiar to me, it's familiar to me, because it's still, you know, it's fresh in my mind because I'm watching the video. And that's, you know, may, it's not the same as doing, you know, doing the inputs yourself for the game, but it is helpful. But it is helpful. Yeah. yeah. What's dawning on me is that Ted is actually giving all of us our homework for how we have to come back. That's what's dawning is. on me as I listen. That's very clear. That's very clear. I was just going to say, I, I play a lot of the games. I've played, you know, Gran Turismo since the first one. So whenever the Nurburgring came up, that was one of the first tracks I tried. And I, I've driven it a lot in the games. And having a good wheel with feedback helps a ton, too. And I was amazed just going through both today and then two days ago at the ring, how much muscle memory I was remembering just inputs and things like that you don't get any of the other sure. senses but you do get some of that and there's pursuit. a lot of other things going on yeah you don't get the you know the gt3 is blasting past you with a cup car following it <laughs> oh that yeah you don't get that on the on the games and you don't get the the bumps and the the compressions and everything like that but at least but, it checks that one box off so you can count i mean kind of count on your memory of, of everything else yeah you know i yeah all that stuff you know Remember this, but at least that one thing is kind of taken you care of over here. Know, kind of. Yeah. Except for all the bumps. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. All right. So what other questions do you have on your Well, list? the other thing I, I was curious about is I'd just like to hear from everybody, favorite track and why. Doesn't mean you don't like the other one, just favorite track and why. Okay. All right. I think for me it would be um, the spa. I love the spa because it was much more open. I could see further ahead. It was... The traffic was kind of um, limited a little bit uh, as the number of cars that could be on the track, so it was less busy for me, but I just loved the bends, turns on it. It just was a really good feel to the track, and the elevation changes were great. And for me, not being very technical at this, it was it was definitely a, a more pleasurable ride. Yeah, I, I, de- I also like Spa better. Um, I feel like with the ring, you're mostly focused on trying to Learn the track and conquer that track, and not die. And oh, not, sorry. yeah. Well, well, but you you have to back off a little bit because there's there's not room for error, mm-hmm. and you don't want to hit you know you don't want to hit the curb because then you're going to hit the guardrail, and then you're going to pay a lot of money, and so uh, you know you have to back off a little bit at the ring. But at Spa, you can actually work on yourself as a driver because you can figure out the track in the morning, right? You can go on there and learn the corners in the morning, 
And then what are you really doing? You're working on your driving. You're not working on, oh, I'm trying to figure out spa. You're like, I'm trying to figure out how I'm a better driver on these, you know, 10 corners. And uh, it just allows you to, I, I feel like I can progress more as a driver at spa than at the ring. At the ring, I'm just working on getting better at the ring. Um, Spa was definitely the track that I felt like I, I learned more and is easier as a driver. But I'm going to have to be different here and say the, the Nurburgring because it's 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 so iconic um, for me. Um, I'm so interested in in Germany and German culture, and um, the Nurburgring is the place. It's um, the, the famous place. I, I'm going to have to say that's my favorite. Yeah, I'm kind of torn between uh, the two of them, but I guess similar. To what James just said, the ring, I really like that because it was so, it's so iconic and it's also very, very intimidating. Like I spent half the day just nervous in the car. And Spa was definitely the more approachable track where, um, like uh, other people have said, you learn more about your skills or you uh, work on your skills and build them. But when you're on the ring, like you're, you're on the Nürburgring, you're, you're really <laughs> driving it. And you actually got a corner right on the Nürburgring. Like that, that was really satisfying. That's cool. Yeah, uh, Nürburgring, huge, huge amount of history there. But uh, for improving your skills as a driver, Spa is the place to be. You can tell very much from uh, beginning of the day to the end of the day, hey, I've linked together a whole bunch of turns. I'm a lot smoother. I'm a lot faster. Um, it was actually okay toward the at the beginning of the day on spa again I, I got passed all day long however i got passed a lot at the beginning but toward the end i was able to pat either pass people or there was a, a portion back of me and you'd see him flashing his lights and stuff and i'm like no so i linked together a couple good corners next thing i know the porsche is gone and not anywhere around and i'm going yes good for you yeah good for you well, for me, the, the Nürburgring was a box to check. I think it's hundreds of laps away from knowing. Uh, it's a memorization game, lots of blind corners. Um, so I think it's an experience of experience. Um, but I, I, you know, I've always wanted to drive Spa, and it, it lived up to its expectations. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's great. It's an indescribable uh, feeling. Yeah, I, I genuinely do not know the answer to this question. <laughs> the, uh, you know, leading up to this trip, I kept joking around with you guys, like, I don't know which track I'm more excited for, <laughs> both Nürburgring or Spa. They're both amazing tracks. And then driving them both, I'm like, I, I don't know if I can pick just one. I want a house and ad now, and at that mm-hmm. big house across the street, we'll just call it good. How's that? Yeah, the big house across the street, we call it good for a lot Although, of apparently, real estate is cheap in, uh, in Nürburgring, right? So this is a public service announcement for everybody <laughs> wanting to move near the ring. They're what, like sixty grand? I haven't checked sure real estate prices yet. When you're there. We, we, we uh, haven't figured that out, yeah. but well, we you, just you know work. you'll have a shack and you park your GT3 there. Yes. And it's the real estate that are cheap because the GT3s well, yes. are not. That's when your house is half the cost of your car, then you yeah. know you're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> right. You work for Aston Martins. What you do? There you go. Oh yes, yes. yes. You've got to tell that little yes. story. Well, we were at the the. By the way, back up and re, re- listen to that. Me say that we were at the gas station in Nurburg. Mm-hmm. Not one of the the gas station. So we're in there, and uh, you know we're we're doing the thing you do, which is you watch all the cars come through and you buy all your. Oh look, there's a Nurburgring shirt I didn't have. You do all those things. Yeah. Paul bought a jacket. All of these things happen, and so I'm standing there, and uh, while there's four people in line. This one guy kind of steps to the side and leans into the cashier and goes, um, yes, pumps four and six. 
On the Aston Martin account, please. Thank you. And promptly left, which I'm sure happens every single day there at that track with, I'm sure there's Hyundai guys and everybody else. every car company probably has an account. So just pick an account and, you know, whatever car you're driving, like, uh, I think it's Renault, oui? Uh, Put it on the Renault account, s'il vous plaît. (laughs) So you Uh, just get to try out your accents, really, is what this becomes. (laughs) And get free gas, ideally. You know, no, we're not trying to (laughs) scam anybody. We we, we are kind of. No, no, not really. It was just hilarious. I, I thought yeah. that was great. And so, you know, there's race teams that come through there. That That is like fish in a barrel kind of gas station right there. It is. It's the best gas station for, ever for as far as business plan is concerned. I actually am going to stand up and say that I prefer the ring because we talked about this before. I love, I had an amazing day on spa. And as Ted said when we started, it's amazing how much you can watch your skills progress and you can fine-tune yourself as a driver. But I'm a guy that loves canyon roads. I love mountain roads. And I think the Nürburgring is the world's best mountain road. And for that reason, I could do it indefinitely. And you're never going to be as fast or refined as you can be on spa. It is such a mountain of learning. I mean, you were talking about Dom's story. It's such a mountain of learning to go, I'm not really good at this yet, but I know it goes right here. Here, you know yeah and i was thinking about his ten thousand laps i'm thinking when you must live here and well it actually he does he so. does it helps yeah yeah i'm you know i'm i'm actually choosing the ring but for different reasons wow. for different reasons it has to do with the challenge aspect of you know sort of rising to the occasion and being challenged with something and wanting to to conquer it because there is a lot of healthy fear, I will say, for all of us that come to the ring because as the instructors describe the ring to us, it is track, curb, grass, fence, cliff. So don't screw up. And there's a meter and a half. You know, they say, well, look how wide the car is. And then look at this shot. There's just about another car width between you and the fence. So it's not a modern track. It doesn't have modern runoff areas like Spa does. So from a challenge perspective, I appreciate it a lot. Sure, and I, I see that. Yeah. I want to get better at it because then you see everybody doing the simulator here at RSR. You'll see people doing the simulator wherever else at home. Well, you can just hit the reset button. You and I were talking about that yeah. chance. You just, well, okay, I screwed up there. No big deal. No, no, no. Come here. T- try. <laughs> yeah. No, no it's, reset it's button not, to push. It's not very wide. It's really not. So that adds to the healthy fear factor. And, but it's also, you know, the confidence level increases as you get corners right. And, you know, doing the, the repeatable kinds of things, Ted, that you and I were talking about is just repeatability, copying a, your line through things, you know, that, that kind of thing. So I, I'm, I'm about the ring, but again, from the, the huge challenge that I'm it presents, but I'm glad to hear it, because yeah. spa was just so satisfying. We were just saying, you're just, it's just fun day. You come here and it's just play day and everybody comes off the track, just grinning like an idiot. You know, just climbs out of their GT3s <laughs> next to you, and you go another GT3. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? Actually, a car review came out of this today because Ted and I were talking about this earlier. Oh yeah, we were that talking was... about the fact that you and I were in a Cayman uh, GTS, seven one eight Cayman GTS, right. and so was Ted. Yeah, right. Same car. I'm not claiming, not claiming that Paul and I were driving as well as Ted because again, he's now become the unofficial, maybe official mm-hmm. everyday driver, ring taxi and spa taxi. So if you want really good taxi laps, Ted's your guy. But we're going to make him a shirt. We, we've I, said I it, I've now said it publicly. All right, fine. We're then making that, him a shirt. Anyway, done. yeah, so that's happening. But besides all of those things, we were talking about the fact that that GTS, yeah. the jump to the GT3, you would think would be a chasm, and it's not. And I'm talking, about, I'm talking about it actually operating around the track. You I spent the day dynamics I, I spent the day hunting GT3s or having them hunt me. 
I didn't spend the day okay. with just all of them flying by like I'm used to. Sure. Which means, and it's not because I'm some fantastic driver. And I realize GT3 well, drivers vary. They vary. not wanting to ding their GT3. But then you still have the trains of GT3s here. True, and it's just beating the snot out It of just them. takes a while for yeah. them to find you in the Cayman, and after, if, if and when they yeah. pass you, you can hunt with them, which is pretty impressive. When you look at the lineup of Porsche, you think, maybe I should be down here at the 718 Cayman GT. You don't yeah. agree with me. Of course you don't. Well, no. Honestly, what this has done to me is take the preciousest level out of my car. Mm. Because I see all these GT3s here, which are twice as expensive as mine, and I'm thinking, there's rubber chunks and dings, and you're just thrashing the snot out of this thing. I should be, too. What, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, yeah. What's wrong with me? Because there's so many owners, and we'll say, like, oh, nice new whatever it is, GT3 usually, and are you going to track it? And they say, well, no, I don't know. And you're thinking, everybody in Germany has <laughs> one, and they beat the living daylights out of it yeah for sure and it's for sure. awesome it yeah. is what they're designed for so you know it's just a testament i mean I'm porsche super freak as you all know already i i'm just we had a great day and they're everywhere but what it is cool to see is all these other kinds of cars that come here we saw you know one or two corvettes i think something we like saw that a c5 corvette that when i say shot flames i cannot I cannot overstate how much it shot flames. When I just happened to see him for the first time, it was like designed for a movie. I happened to see him for the first time because he had just hunted me down. And I, right when my eyes flicked up in the rear mirror, the, uh, the flame exploded out of both sides nice. of the car. I was like, you know what? Nice. I get it. I'll move. Okay? So he was on track. I'm not going to honk. Full, fully race prep. Yeah, he just, he just does that. I'll show you flames and you'll move. Exactly right. So that happened. But there was a guy in a 720S, McLaren. Yeah. There were two different Ferrari 458s out there. Yeah. I saw a Noble at one point. He was hooning. I, I crunched a GTR. I didn't crunch him, but I, I got him. I Did mean, you? I, on um, Double Gauche. I, well, yeah. I hung on to that. The Cayman hung on. He was tiptoeing. I mean, I don't know what sort of driver, but I Drivers felt may vary. pretty yes. good uh, about that. I yeah. felt really good. But on the other end of the spectrum, I saw a guy absolutely hooning a Clio. Yeah, he like, ate my like hard, Like hard to keep up with him, and he's and in a Clio. Uh, no, this was a, this was a blue one. Okay, because that guy just ate my lunch he had me in every corner but then i could leave him on the straightaway with the power and i felt like you know the big american muscle where you leave him on the straightaway except you're driving your, a cayman yeah yeah but i was in a cayman so it was a lower yeah. level but he had me in every corner i'm like okay finally fine go past we're done i'll let you by have at it so so what's happening here is that we are just having kind of an informal debrief of how much fun we have and all of you listening did not have today and i'm 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 almost <laughs> i'm I'm, al- I'm almost sorry i'm That's almost sorry shot. well but i'm realizing this could go on for another hour and it's just sure. going to keep being this yeah so I'm really sure. curious, before we, before we wrap up the podcast, I'm curious if anybody else has any thoughts they want to share about not only just the trip in general, but, you know, where do you go from here? Do you have, has this made any kind of impressions of, you know what I would like to do now? Well, we know Ted's coming back. We, well, that's no, where th- he's th- going. Ted, is, is Ted's going to study notes, and he's going to come mm-hmm, back. Exactly. And he's going to have his everyday driver ring taxi shirt, he and he's going this. to continue to hoon the people that come with us next exactly. year, because we're coming next year again. Absolutely. But besides those that's kind of assumed day. realities, right, I'm curious. Okay, Ted, you, do you want to start? You got, what, where, when are you coming back, by the way? I don't have a plan yet because you guys haven't announced it. Fair, uh, fair, fair. Okay, so we actually might do other tracks between now and then, but okay, good to yeah, know. Yeah, we have to wait until the spring when all the track schedules come out uh, to figure that out. Anybody else have any closing thoughts? 
I think it's just exhaustion. The adrenaline might be just draining out, and like I, I accomplished this, so maybe it's not quite thinking what's next yet. Maybe, but uh, maybe not. I don't know. I think probably for me, I, I will seek out local track days and stuff. That's and, cool. and I really wasn't thinking about that before. That's cool. And it's yeah, it's nice. Everybody going in the same direction, and uh, <laughs> it, it's yeah. So that for me, seek out track days. That's cool. Man. And. And one of the things that we didn't really talk about much here was the road tour mm. and the variety of cars we had. Mm-hmm. I mean, to when else do you get a chance to jump from a, you know, a hot hatch that's only available in Europe yep. into a, a variety of BMWs? We had an M2 competition, yeah. which was really nice, manual. Yeah, and real real quick, we had a Renault, we had a Renault Megane, the new one. We had two BMW uh, M240s. We had the M2 competition pack with a stick, which was awesome. And then we had a GT3. Uh, that was the GT3 RS, and then the other one was a standard GT3 modified. Am I right? That's right. So that's, and, that's and, a and decent the, lineup. And the Cayman 718 GTS. Right, yes. And so that, that combination of just being able to drive all those, and this isn't a test drive. I mean, we're on this, the most beautiful mountain roads, driving through these beautiful river valleys with uh, vineyards all over the place. And uh, having that experience is just, you know, where else are you gonna, where else are you gonna get that? You know, when it's you're pretty Riesling in your GT3 as you're cruising along. By I've the never river. done that. I've never done that sentence. Come on this trip, and you can. Just saying, John, you had. Some oh, let's see. I was gonna say, you know, just doing this in a group like this with common interests. Uh, you know, you can go do these things on your own. Um, it's a lot of fun to do as a group, and uh, I've enjoyed. You know, these are everyone from different places, different backgrounds. It's a great experience, and. Uh, creates a great, uh, great event. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. So you do it in a group like this too, and you get to bounce ideas off of one another on how, oh, how'd you do? Or I, I really struggled here. How do you do? Take the line through this section, or well, I take it this way. How, how do you take it? And you get to bounce those kinds of ideas, and then share how the car feels. Like James and I were sharing a car, and every time we got out, we were saying, well, how'd you do? I did you like the car, and just kind of sharing what the track was like, and just kind of giving one another a heads up of how slick it was or how the instructor was and just all kinds of cool stuff. Just make those connections with everybody. And that's what's cool because we get to go to a wrap-up dinner right now and, and actually relax and you know debrief some more. But guys, thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We want you on the trip with us. You keep telling us like, hey, you know, I'm coming on the trip, and then you know, you pick it a bathroom tile and kitchen remodel. Yeah, for you know, sure, for sure, something that like happening. that, and it will keep happening. But but a couple of you have also asked like, when are you guys going again? I'm like, well. Next year we'll have a fall too, yes. so we're gonna, we're, we intend to keep going every year. Now, granted, there is a we've talked about it before. The reason we didn't do the trip last year, there is a minimum number. It's about four or five people that have to come to make the trip make any sense. But we're I mean we had a lot more than that this year, which is great. And this around ten-ish number is about perfect for restaurants. We just had a lot of fun just being yeah. able to fit places, but still have a good group. So we are going to go in the future. We're also I know we've teased it, but I'm here back again. We might do a trip. To elsewhere in Europe in the spring, it's being discussed. Yeah, so if you'd yeah. like to take your spouse on a combination uh, road tour, track driving, and let's play tourist trip, we're working on it. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. warn you. I will warn you because of all of those pieces of the puzzle, it will not be cheap. But it will yeah. be cool. So hopefully if there's some of you want, want to do that, that would be great. We thank you for listening so much. Everyday Driver is the website, everydaydriver.com. Uh-huh. Everyday Driver TV at Gmail is the email address. We're there. You can find us. We're listening. We're reading. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we've got uh, a lot more episodes to shoot, as we've said, for season six. We're in the middle of that. 
you've seen hopefully other pilgrimage videos, so this one will also be coming out as well. So you can see all the folks that drove and uh, tease you further. You know, you'll I mean, you'll see yeah. everything. So that should be coming out as well. But in the meantime, we're looking forward to next time, everyone. Send your questions to us. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>